0: Paula Amigo.
1: <laughs> What's really good, bitch? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Hello, wow. Eric. Hello, Breadheads. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Think Fresh, the number one
1: podcast dedicated to Subway. Wow. Another week, another banger of a episode lineup we got for this week. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's week, what is it, week four or week three of the year. And we are fifty-four episodes deep now.
0: Yeah, it's, point of no return, man. Yeah, we uh <laughs> are really it's it's really been a glow up for us. we I like to think of us as we are we are kind of the founding fathers of the Think Fresh movement. Um I'm actually thinking of putting thirty under thirty in my LinkedIn bio. Wow. Dirty
1: thirty? Mm-hmm. So thirty under thirty what? like doesn't doesn't matter <laughs> what, what's the criteria for because there's only thir- there's only two of us so so, so i'm either number
0: i i just see a lot of people doing this i see a lot of bios where they are they're on a list and they just they want you to know they don't they don't link out to the list there's no hyperlink there's more hi- more hyperlinks in a think fresh episode than on someone's
1: linkedin bio mm, so you're saying in the link tree you got she you got the only fans the the black lives matter donation link um you know some other charity mm-hmm. but they don't got the third and the third league they're not they're not providing the receipts mm-hmm. yeah it's it's
0: so that's what i think and i'm gonna do i'm thinking if they can do that i can do that too i'll just i'll just pop it in there and see where it goes i mean why wouldn't anyone believe that i am the um founder and
1: ceo of a successful podcasting enterprise mm-hmm. no you're right you're right um but you know we are still hiding it. <laughs> we are we are still 54 hiding episodes ours, yeah. deep into this dark secret. <laughs> we got more skeletons in the closet than uh Tiger Woods, you know what I'm saying? Damn, you watched Damn. the new Tiger Woods documentary? Dude, you know I did and Shit. let me tell you, I didn't know anything about the guy other than that he um was, you know, descending very rapidly into darkness <laughs> during his career, but um yeah I'm, I'm surprised to say like i don't uh i mean i'm i've learned a lot about him in the last couple of days i watched that i watched a two-part documentary on crave it's called tiger
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. nice um, and we're not talking about the tiger bread we're talking about uh, the legend himself
1: dude this, this ain't no marble rye okay this is uh, a <laughs> <whole wheat. laughs> full whole wheat
0: full whole wheat goodness right here well, I'm um I'm very much aware of Tiger's rise and fall. He really is the bitcoin of golfers. Uh as you <laughs> know Eric, I I worked um about 8 years as um, a pro shop assistant at a golf course, so I witnessed many of Tiger's achievements and um falls from grace firsthand. Mhm. He he did a lot for the game, man. He showed people that golfers they can get laid too. Wow,
1: he might be the first golfer to ever get laid uh that many times. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I really didn't know much about the guy, but or or even uh, golf, to be honest. But as I was watching it, I did realize that um, golf truly shouldn't be considered a sport, <laughs> and that you know it's really just a game where grown men can you know just like hang out, smoke some cigars, hit mm-hmm. a few balls, um, and talk shit the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. So it calling itself a sport is kind of hilarious much like it's hilarious that subway calls itself um an artistic endeavor Mm -hmm. or or even like fast food it's like it's so like in the middle Mm -hmm. of everything that it can't be one or the other yeah much like uh, like golf
0: even calling them fresh is a stretch
1: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) it's like hidden behind this mirage um much like tiger's uh you know off-camera antics
0: Mm mm-hmm yeah, I would agree. I think that there's actually a lot of overlap between the game of golf and the game of Subway. Uh, mm-hmm. The first thing that comes to mind is that there's, it takes an obscene amount of effort to go from point A to point B. It, to move <laughs> something small, quite a substantial distance. At yeah. Subway, you're up against the, the artist wall at golf. You're, you're in the rough trying to get your three wood
1: to connect with the ball absolutely and then you know at the very beginning of your uh journey in both scenarios you have no idea how it's going to end it's really just uh you know you you hit the ball and you pray kind of like mm-hmm. subway you never know what it's going to turn out like
0: yeah it's true i mean it, with both both situations the the final objective is get it in the hole <laughs> <laughs> for, for obvious for golf for sandwiches we're talking about the um mouth hole uh and there's also a lot of similar syntax like you might have a slice on your swing or you might have a slice of the white cheese
1: wow nice yeah so um, it's really a lot of a lot of overlap mm-hmm. you might even have a hole-in-one um in golf mm-hmm. you know where you get it in the first try hole-in-one mm-hmm. at subway means you're probably not cutting the bread in half
0: mm, yeah that's it's a good one point piece.
1: it's a it's a singular one
0: um there's an obsession with um measurement in both environments Mm -hmm. uh golf tends to lean more to yardages unless you're on the green oh that there's another syntaxual um overlap green (laughs) (laughs) you want to hit the
1: green (laughs) wow you want to hit the green um but you know what i think yeah oh just before we get off of tiger here um one interesting thing I also realized was they, they never talked about any of his like food in the documentary. Like they talked a lot about like his training and like how he like, you know, hit the gym and he was like the first golfer to actually be in shape again, furthering my point that it's not a sport. Mm -hmm. Um, And they never talked about like what his diet was like. And I imagine, you know, that'd be really interesting thing to learn about as he's descending and just like tanking his own career by going to Vegas, like every weekend and, And doing all kinds of crazy shit they never talked Mm -hmm. about like what kind of food you'd be eating at that point either so and i just imagine like if you're going down a very regretful dark rabbit hole you're probably consuming some you know steak and cheese along the way
0: Mm -hmm. yeah you're yeah absolutely you're everyone needs a meal on their road trip into Mm -hmm. darkness
1: yeah just like every uh you know road trip has a soundtrack Every descent into darkness has a menu. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when Tiger
0: was spiraling because of his um, like athletic disposition and um, love of games, I suspect that Subway would have been the first doors he walked to into when he was hungry at 2 a.m. in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I could probably peg him as a um, like a chicken bacon ranch guy. I think he likes to just like go big or go home but he's also quite precise so I think he'd be very specific with his order I'm thinking like yeah tomato, one meat, <laughs> one meat. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, depends on your definition of bacon I guess
1: <laughs> it's true
0: um, I'm thinking he's like tomatoes bell peppers olives he's already got the ranch so maybe some hot sauce he likes it he likes mm. it heated he likes it loud but he's also precise, he doesn't overdo it.
1: This is true. Um, I have I have one for you. So obviously the meatball comes to mind because of the meatball shape is exactly that of a golf ball and size. Um so I imagine there's like a like a very primal like like draw to that sandwich itself.
0: Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. also
1: I don't think anybody at Subway is recognizing him because golf is like an elitist sport. And at subway you got, you know, like normal guys. He got uh, regular culture in there. So they're probably not recognizing him. Um and also Tiger in the documentary mentioned how he loves um he loves when nobody knows him <laughs> or mm. where he can go somewhere that like people don't under, like know who he is. So that's like most he, like... infamous people. Yeah, so he loves isolation. So I think he would be going into a subway at like some off hour time when it's not busy and eating a meatball sub.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a meatball sub is absolutely a potential order. Uh, it's interesting that he prefers isolation, as he's pretty kn- known for hitting the middle of the fairway. So, I, <laughs> do I don't well, I don't understand golf references yet. He's he's straight down the middle, man. He's a straight straight shooter on the course. I can't say much about him af- uh, off the course.
1: Mm, but... True. So uh, he's going to lunch at exactly twelve. He's precise. Yeah. He's right in the middle. Right mm-hmm. in the middle of the day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Damn, um, well, shout out Tiger. I don't understand why he's banging like sixes though. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> he's literally like the most famous person in the world at, at his peak. And he's like smashing out like minimum wage waitresses that aren't Damn. even attractive. Yeah.
0: Maybe that's why he likes Subway too. He um He... <laughs> Here's an interesting thought. Like, okay, so Subway doesn't normally appeal to white collar activities like golf, but um, what Subway does offer is it offers an artist companion. We know Tiger likes companionship, but we also know that like any great golf, behind every great golfer is a great caddy. And I think like Subway, more than any other fast food place, allows you to have a caddy with you to provide support throughout the ordering process. Mm -hmm. They can help you like make decisions. They
1: handle the equipment for you. Mm -hmm. They block out people who are trying to like distract you from getting the task done.
0: mm -hmm, Exactly. So that kind of like focus on the task um, along with the companionship that um, someone going on a um, sex bender craves (laughs) (laughs) could really get them like walking through those green and yellow doors.
1: Wow. I think that's a really, really good point. Um, They also said in the documentary that he wasn't just smashing out these fours and fives, but he was also um, building relationships with each of them. So he Mm -hmm. wasn't just like cheating on his wife and like, you know, smashing chicks when he would be in their city, but he would like text them every day and build this like one-to-one connection. and Subway is the only restaurant where you can see the person making your food and build that connection with them.
0: Interesting. I didn't realize he
1: was so needy. Yeah, he's needy. He's telling them about his problems, his, like, daddy issues. It's it's crazy. The Drizzy Drake of professional golf. Yeah, certified golfer boy. Yeah, yeah so I,
0: I really it's... like to unload on my sandwich artist. If I'm having a rough day, <laughs> I want I – want... I want to just lean over that glass partition and tell him, tell him mm-hmm. all my secrets. So,
1: mm-hmm. do you think he's banging sixes because he likes the six inch at Subway? <laughs> There's so much overlap here, dude. Six inch Subway, <laughs> six out of ten women, <laughs> Eight,
0: eighteen holes on a golf course, Eight, Eighteen divided by three, is six.
1: Oh my god! Or six, is he is he killing eighteen inches at a time? Damn, <laughs> he's a big boy.
0: Yeah, does he order more than one sandwich?
1: One yeah, for I mean, <laughs> Wow, yeah. I mean, I, just, I highly recommend the documentary, especially uh, since you know a bit more about golf, you might get a kick out of it. So cool, check that out.
0: Well, little shout out to Tiger and shout out to Crave for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, they didn't actually sponsor us, but um, Eric and I are both wearing, um, we're dripping in checks today
1: it, it, out yeah, of green. respect <laughs> for
0: Woods himself.
1: That's a fact. Checks over stripes on this podcast. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. <laughs> um, what, what's that so, Drake line? It's like shout out. Sh- shout goes
0: out to Nike. Checks all over me. I need a fuel band just to see how long
1: the run has been.
0: Wow, it's from ten bands. I can't
1: remember. I didn't know he was talking about a fuel band. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Damn, this guy's got bands and fuel bands. And they got to start giving artists field bands. Those people are working it. <laughs> yeah, they're dripping with sweat, and not they're they're dripping, and it's not uh, clothing. No, it's um, it's a mixture of sweat and sweat onion. Yeah, <laughs> sweat onion. Mm. Um, they they panned over the uh, Nike HQ over in Beaverton, Oregon, mm-hmm. in this doc too. And just in the back of my mind, like the Laugh Now, Cry Later songs just started playing in my head. I'm just like, like, wow, that's where like Odell and Drake were hanging out.
0: Damn. <laughs> yeah. I've been to that HQ. No, I've been to the Beaverton Nike HQ. I got a tour from the head mm-hmm. of um, UX there, actually.
1: That is so sick, actually. Did you, um... oh, obviously the connection wasn't made through sports. It was It was <laughs> actually made through um, my podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> Yeah, it turns out that anyone who's involved in the love of sport is also love Subway. I think it just appeals to um, the sportsman and everyone. It must be cuz um, that's true. Much like the fuel band, this is
1: like the fuel bread. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've seen it with like all the advertising in in recent times like Subway leaning in so hard with the football um advertising. Initially, I was thinking it's the only sport with an imperial measurement system. Mm-hmm. So it makes a lot of sense. Because, um, you, know, you know, when they say, like, oh, he, they're fourth in inches or whatever. <laughs> 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 like, that shit is hilarious. Yeah, so <laughs> they got a kid's pack. <laughs> they got a kid's pack. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't know a single athlete that eats Subway. Except for Chris Black, damn! Tennis isn't a sport. Tennis is a white collar game. True, tennis and running. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out my shout out my district vision heads. Cool. Um, anyways, what else we got uh, on the docket today, dog?
0: Well, uh, I was thinking a little bit about the experience. Like, there's an absolutely total, totally broken moment in the subway user journey, and that's when some loser in front of you. Is picking up for like a friend or they're really hungry so they try to order two foot longs at once so then mm-hmm. that puts first of all that puts a, a bottleneck in the system because they're trying to like multitask two sandwiches down the line so mm-hmm. i'm going at half speed
1: or, or should you say a bread tie
0: yeah a bread tie i like that <laughs> a pretzel a bread knot
1: yeah um so so what you're saying is when you're double-fisting double sandwiches going down the line at Subway. Mm-hmm. You have to not only give instructions for one sandwich, but you got to do it for the other.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: how is the person able to specify which sandwich they're talking about? It seems more efficient for, like, if you're, if you're already hands... If you're already wrist-deep in the lettuce, to be able to just sprinkle it on both. So do you say, like... Do you go veggie by veggie and say, like, yes on sandwich one and no on sandwich two? Or do you go, you know... Start finish on sandwich one and start to finish on sandwich two,
0: yeah, I've seen it done both ways, and neither <laughs> I don't think either of them are efficient or inspiring when you do it the first wow. way when you try to spread out the veggies like one veggie at a time on the sandwich that's um more efficient, but it leads to more difficult um communication. It's so hard mm-hmm. to say like which one are you talking about like the one on the left, but that's a different left for the artist, you know? So you wow, have to very yeah. quickly develop a, a new shared vernacular for communicating about both sandwiches. And mm-hmm. it's already difficult to it's, it's system design on the fly, improvised system design.
1: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of when you, um, you know, already in your head, you know, you're gonna order every vegetable, but instead of saying, I'll have everything, you just list out one by one every single ingredient, <laughs> um and it's it's kind of reminds me of like if you have two sandwiches and they're the same. Instead of saying like, "Oh, these are going to be the same sandwich," mm-hmm. you one by one go through each thing and make them like repeat it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I, I I would do that approach because I don't care about anyone behind me in line. It will take longer but it, it, the compromise is mm-hmm. for precision and we're all about quality over quantity exactly. over here at think fresh podcast episode 54
1: exactly the future is not promised
0: baby no <laughs> <laughs> the only time you have any power is the present so
1: own the stage exactly live in the limelight baby um, yeah man um what i do like though is when people have like you know a little bit of humility and are new to the subway system um and they aren't afraid to ask questions while they're like strolling through the line like uh like the video i posted the other day of our you know italian dad <laughs> ordering at chipotle for the first time not knowing what carne asada is mm. it's like <laughs> it's like i kind of like uh i kind of like when you know you get a refreshing take on what's at the subway menu it's like no one's ever asked questions like oh what kind of what's fresh today or like what kind of what's what kind of meat is this Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) i think there should be more dialogue like i love the idea of just asking the artist what's fresh i think that's great Mm -hmm. um it is a very difficult vernacular to understand on first visit uh what bread isn't even a question (laughs) (laughs) like how do you reply to that
1: yeah exactly
0: or like cheese and Mm toast So it's important for those noobs to come into subway at a regular pace because it reminds the artists that they're not robots. They're they're <laughs>
1: humans. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs>
0: uh, other things on the docket today, Eric. I was um speaking of like moving quickly through the subway lineup. I was reading mm-hmm. a little bit about subway FAQs subway.com and uh i learned that subway (laughs) considers themselves to be uh, a qsr which stands for quick service restaurant there was nearly a fast food reference in their about page they have gone in they've toasted fast food itself rebranding themselves as a quick service restaurant what are your thoughts on that
1: (laughs) quick service um well, that implies that they're doing something for me outside of what I would expect at a fast food restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, the only thing I can think of is they're asking me for a tip at the end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so they're, the only thing is they are like, the only difference between them and fast food is that there's no drive through or like drive through is like a rarity at some way. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there are some that exist, um, but... The only difference is like you can see them making it mm-hmm. and you're like slowing down the process by like telling them like one by one what you want which is neither quick or service <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah it's true they make you watch and they force you to uh, <sighs> participate <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: yeah you know some things we are better left unseen like i don't i don't necessarily want to see them sprinkle lettuce on my mm-hmm. stuff like i almost want to not know what it looks like beneath the hood. yeah nothing nothing <laughs> before i bite down is, nothing
0: on it. is more appetizing to me than having a stranger's hands touch all the things that i'm about wow, to consume yeah. that that really gets me salivating yeah,
1: yeah i mean somebody should explore you know keeping the cards a little bit closer to the chest mm-hmm. and uh you know not not revealing all of their secret sauce quite literally mm-hmm.
0: there is something magical about leaving like some mystery behind the curtain
1: Hmm. yeah exactly mm-hmm. um so what what are your takes on it do you do you agree it's not quick or a service is it fast food or is this just the branding play are they just like you know fucking with the semantics in order to you know lean further into the eat fresh live fresh lifestyle mm-hmm.
0: i think that it's on brand for subway to uh confuse someone with semantics <laughs> so <laughs> there's definitely a marketing play here whatever it is mm-hmm. uh however mm-hmm. i do think that the decision to um, drop fast food from their description is uh clever because they don't have any fryers in their establishment they they don't deep fry anything i think fast food is synonymous with deep frying so
1: oh interesting or like a grill some, of some sort of kind. grill
0: and because you can go into subway and walk it with something totally cold then i don't i don't know that doesn't meet my definition or my criteria for fast food fast food should be should be yeah. scolding hot and greasy
1: mm-hmm. scolding hot and greasy but i think you know they would benefit from having some kind of like hot plate in the back somewhere mm-hmm. where they can like warm up the meats outside of a toaster because mm-hmm. i think that's where it you know, you get the sogginess.
0: hmm Yeah, I would love. When
1: yeah. the frozen food hits the uh hits the flash freeze or flash toast oven, it's uh it becomes a steamy Dude, mess. Dude,
0: it's the worst. Like when you have the falafel that's steaming hot on the outside and like an icicle on the inside, it's like a it's like a meteor
1: entering the atmosphere. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. I'm starting to think that maybe people were right to not, you know, don't consume meat at Subway.
0: That's a fact. <laughs> It's sad
1: to order a veggie yeah. sub, but we all know it's the right thing to do. Wow. So veggie sub, uh, it just feels like it's something missing from it. Yeah. It's like, I uh, like, I'm paying for somebody to just put like lettuce on a piece of bread.
0: It seems silly, like, right? It's
1: like, if the veggies were like, like impressive, then I would mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah, veggie sub sounds amazing. Like the veggie sandwich from Railtown Cafe, like,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: it's like, that's, that has fewer ingredients, but it's more it's just way better. And I'm happy to buy a vegetable yeah. at that time.
0: Facts. Uh, I think what it is, and
1: it comes down to two words, Eric,
0: green privilege. What I <laughs> what I mean by that is vegetables that appear more healthy, typically more green, are more likely to end up on Subway's base menu. Your more avant-garde vegetables, your more colorful vegetables that don't perpetuate health are not going to make the cut mm-hmm. that's why there's green peppers made wow. the cut and red red and yellow mm-hmm.
1: bell peppers are out uh it, it so yeah. they're greenwashing their own menu wow yeah they're not making it onto the charcuterie board that you're having at uh the, the in-laws place mm-hmm. so i think the veggie like the best
0: veggie sandwiches i've ever had explore a medley of colorful ingredients and sometimes that means um putting something a little bit more unconventional on the on the plate, but you're not going to get that at Subway because in order to perpetuate eat fresh, they need to look, they need to look like they are um, team green, green and yellow.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they got to look the part. Um, It's the same marketing play as, you know, QSR, quick service restaurant, Mm -hmm. Um, they're playing with the language to appear healthier than they are, much like um, sweet green or a green juice from Erewhon. Mm
0: -hmm. Or like solar power, <laughs> <laughs> what? EVs, man. Yeah, exactly. It's the same thing. They can just call um, it green, and then, or or like, yeah, or, or see, like, yeah. actually, a better example would be like um, um, infamous and failing Boston Petroleum with their green logo that has a little sunshine in it.
1: <laughs>
0: What's Boston Petroleum? BP, the um, gasoline extraction company. Um, best Mm -hmm. known for polluting the gulf coast
1: oh cool Mm -hmm. well you know i I drive a cyber truck so i don't know much about that. (laughs) that's (laughs) fair when you pull up to uh the way in the cyber truck and you know scrape your way through the drive-thru damn you know this guy's walking out with at least one foot long (laughs) yeah um damn green privilege is real guys so you know all we can do is educate ourselves Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah educate yourself on the green privilege and you know just be aware of what you're doing next time you're at subway all mm-hmm.
0: right i am when i order a sandwich i am becoming more aware of how i perpetuate green privilege both, off, both <laughs> yeah. on and off this podcast wow are we toxic uh
1: green males maybe <laughs> um
0: I know I am. You got you got too much love for meat.
1: Yeah. Shout out my toxic kings out there. <laughs>
0: Eric, Eric, uh Eric will always be in pursuit of the meat that satisfies ain't spinach gonna do that for him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Somebody really has to get into the roast beef business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um All right, man. I think that's uh that's everything for today. It's been s it's been a slice. Yeah. Or should I say it's been a sub. Nice. Um, yo, guys, go ahead and just follow us on Instagram, will ya? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we, we crossed the
0: two hundred post threshold this week. We are um, really getting traction on there. Lots of really, mm-hmm. really strong content.
1: Mm-hmm. It's nothing like you've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, we're a legitimate practice when we got, um, you know. Our own analytics page and 200 plus posts to uh, to measure and um, compare KPIs on. So yeah, go ahead and shoot us a follow on Think Fresh Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, we're just and um, we're just waiting
0: back for that blue check. We're waiting for Instagram to phone us back and hand over that blue check we yeah. so rightly deserve.
1: Yeah, exactly. We're waiting for uh, Mark Cuckerberg uh, to. You know, shoot us back a DM so we can get that blue checky. Mm-hmm. You
0: know what I'm saying, yeah. So, Mark, if you're um, listening, um, you know what to do.
1: Exactly, zuck the cuck. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> other than that, you know, we got OnlyFans so for you guys to support the pod. Mm-hmm. We don't do um, Patreon. And... We
0: don't do GoFundMe. We know what's good. We're 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 don't we, we hang out, out. Don't do email. We hang out with the tens. We're in, we're only fans yeah we hang
1: out so- we hang out with the other bodies. Um <laughs> our people, yeah, people are pulling apart their legs, but we're pulling apart our bread so to- yeah shoot us a follow on that subscribe um and what else? I think you guys should also, if you're feeling inclined, leave us a five star radio on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. and leave us a nice review. And Ty, what do they do on Spotify? I don't use I don't use the feeling Spotify app for uh, for this podcast. So, what can people do on there to show their support?
0: Yeah, hit that little heart icon. Um, beyond that, Spotify is pretty limited with its functionality.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> that is until they send us the bag for uh, for talking about them. Yeah, so. shout
0: out to Spotify <laughs> for sponsor, for owning Anchor, which sponsors this podcast.
1: That's a fact. Um, cool. So. I guess I'll talk to you on Friday.
0: All right. Ciao. Think fresh, everybody.